commit this into your holy hands. We pray that, Lord, you would open our eyes to the understanding of your word. And you will cause wisdom of your word to come in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. I have um, titled this exhortation this morning as Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. And in looking at this and preparing for this, I was looking at the word Lord. I saw that the word Lord is self-existing and eternal. And of course, if you look at the book of Genesis, you discover that God was introduced as Lord. The, initially in chapter one, you see God being called God and God. But when you get to chapter two, when they're talking about what he has established as creation, he was called Lord. He was called Lord God. That's the way it was put there. Now in Hebrew, that is Yehovah. You know, by translation, in extension is Jehovah. The word Jehovah. And that means God, the self-existing and eternal, the self-existing and eternal. I want us to look at what uh, the word Lord is and as it is attributed to Jesus Christ. Say so Jesus is Lord. Somebody who got that strong revelation about Jesus as Lord was King David. King David came to this understanding and by the Spirit that Jesus is Lord and he prophesied it. Jesus spoke about it in the book of Matthew. Matthew chapter 22. And uh, in Acts chapter 2 also, it was the same thing corroborated there. We can turn to Acts chapter 2 first. Verse 36, but before 36, if you look at verse 29, you will see that in record, look at what the scripture says there. It says, men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David that he is both dead and buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto this day. Therefore, being a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him, that of the fruit of his loins, according to the flesh, he would raise up Christ to sit on his throne, he, seeing this before, spake of the resurrection of Christ, that, he, that his soul was not left in hell, neither his flesh did see corruption. Verse 32, this Jesus had God raised up, whereof we all are witnesses. Therefore, being 
by the right hand of God exalted, and having received of the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, he had shed forth this, which ye now see and hear. Verse 34, for David is not ascended into the heavens, but he said himself, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand until I make thy fools thy footstool. Therefore, that's verse 36 now, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God had made the same, that same Jesus, whom ye have crucified, both Lord and Christ, both Lord and Christ. Uh, it's, it's one revelation that David came into. And Jesus also spoke about it. Let's, let's read Matthew 22. Let's see what was said about him. Matthew 22. Verse 41 to 46. It will help us to understand what David came into, that understanding about the lordship of Jesus. Look at what Jesus said concerning this revelation in verse 41. Matthew 22 from verse 41 to 46. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, saying, what think ye of Christ? What is the revelation you have of Christ? What is the understanding you have of Christ? You know, there were Pharisees. They were teachers of the law. They understood the... <laughs> The, the, all the Turim, whatever activity, the sacrifice, say, what is it that you think about the Christ? You know, Jesus was asking, whose son is he? They say unto him, the son of David. You remember one time Jesus also asked the disciples, who do you say the son of man is? That means the, it's a revelation of Jesus, who Jesus is. Look at what he said in verse 43. He said unto them, how then does David in spirit, take note of that which he said, he said, David in spirit, called him Lord, saying, verse 44, the Lord said unto my Lord, sit thou on my right hand till I make thy enemies thy full store. You can see the same thing. Verse 45 says, if David then called him Lord, how is he his son? And that became a big problem for them in verse 46. They recorded, and no man was able to answer him a word. Neither does any man from that day forth ask him any more questions. Oh, that revelation means it's heavy. They couldn't carry it. The revelation of the lordship of Jesus. He said, who do they what think ye of Christ? Why would, in verse uh, 43, he said, David in spirit called him Lord. It is important we know that Jesus is not just our savior, he's our Lord. He's our Lord. He's not just our savior, he's our Lord. P 
Peter in his writing, you discover that he reported that. He kept on saying that Jesus is Savior and Lord. He said, Jesus is Savior and Lord. It's important we know that Jesus is not only our Savior, but our Lord. Our Lord. And Lordship is attributed to a king. Is attributed to a king who has authority. You know, so God is our king. Jesus is also our king. The Lord said to my Lord. The Lordship of Jesus is a revelation. If you look at Second Peter chapter 1, verse 11, you see Jesus calling. He said, he said in that verse 11, Second Peter chapter 1, verse 11. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. If you turn to chapter 2 Peter chapter 2 verse 20, you will see the same thing. He said, for if after they have escaped the pollution of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Chapter 3 verse 2, he, he also talked about that. He said that ye may be mindful of the words which were spoken before by the holy prophets and of the commandments of us, the apostles of the Lord and Savior. It was so emphatic about it that Jesus was not only our Savior, but our Lord. He was not only our Savior, but our Lord. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18, he said, but grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory, both now and forever. Amen. So obviously you discover that he did not leave out that in his writings to the church, in his revelations. He had come to that understanding. And of course, the wisdom that Jesus is love. You know, Jesus himself had to say something about that. Jesus himself said something about that where we read in Matthew chapter 22. He said, who do you think the Christ is? If Christ is only the Savior, then we would have missed it. Jesus is also Lord. When, when we preach to our convert, and when we have our convert, we preach to people and they get converted. Jesus encouraged us. He said, teaching them my commandments. Teaching them my commandments. He said that you should go ye into the world. So it is not just to, to, to get them saved, it's to teach them that there is a law, there's a king over their life. Now, we, if we live our lives that, oh, we have a savior, and we don't live our lives that we have a Lord, our lives will be different. Yes, we'll walk with the Lord, but of course our lives will be different. Our testimonies will be different. Everything we'll, be, we'll do will be different because it will just be that, oh, Jesus is my savior and we'll always want deliverance. Ah, we would always seek for deliverance, but we will not enter into the realm of being led. You know, I was looking at this. I said, oh, could it be that's what the children of Israel entered into? They saw God as their savior. They were living in Egypt, so they saw God as their savior. They didn't see God as their Lord. So they, they, they missed the, those, those revelations about the ways of God. They only knew the acts of God. They saw God as their Savior. Oh, we are hungry. Oh, our Savior will provide. Oh, but when it comes to Lord, they didn't understand that. So they didn't know the ways of the Lord. 
They didn't know God's ways. They just sought for deliverances. And that's why you can't continue to seek for deliverance. If you stay in the place, oh, Jesus is my savior, you will continually seek for deliverance. You will continually seek for deliverance because you would always see him only as your savior. But you know, if you allow him to be your Lord, you will not enter into some of those troubles that you will be calling for deliverance. Yes, he will save. It will save to even to the uttermost, but our testimonies will be different. Our testimonies will be different. Oh, people walk together. Oh, Moses walked with the same children of Israel, but their testimonies were different. He said, when, when it was recorded, he said, the children of, of Israel, they knew the acts of God, but Moses knew the way of God because he saw God as his Lord, not only as his Savior, their experiences were different, though they were moving together. It is important we know that Jesus is our Lord. Even Jesus himself had to teach on it. He had to ask questions around it so that he can establish what with the revelation that David saw that the Christ is the Lord. Now, if you turn to Isaiah chapter, no, let's leave that. Let's go to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 16. Let's see something about Jeremiah chapter 16. The prophecy. You know, Jesus talked about the prophecies. Acts of the Apostle talked about the prophecies. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 19, and up to 21. We're talking about the Jesus is Lord. You know, we just, a lot of posters, a lot of people will just say, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. It's more than that. It's more than a statement. It's an experience. Jesus is Lord. Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 19 to 21. Oh Lord, my strength and my fortress and my refuge in the day of affliction. The Gentiles shall come unto thee from the ends of the earth and shall say, surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. Shall a man make gods unto himself and there are no gods that's talking about idolatry. If we do the study, you discover that, you know, that was why they were told that when they are preaching to the Gentiles, they should tell them that they should move away from idolatry. Look at verse 21. Therefore, behold, I will, behold, I will these ones cause them to know. To know what? I will cause them to know my hand and my might. And they shall know that my name is the Lord. Look at it there in verse 21. That we will come to know that the name of the Lord, I mean the name of Christ is the Lord. Jesus is not only the Savior. One revelation we must enter into is that Jesus is the Lord. The Lord of our lives. You know, it makes it easy for us to allow the leading of the Holy Ghost. That is the Lord of my life. This is what he says I should do. I will do. But 
when we just see that, oh, Jesus is our savior, oh, we would end up uh, living our lives anyhow. And then, of course, we may enter into errors. We may enter into a lot of things that we ought not to. And as a matter of fact, oh, of course, the savior would deliver us. But you know, our experiences will be just deliverances. But if we allow him to lead us, look at what the psalmist said. He said in Psalm 23, he said, the Lord is my shepherd. Not, look at that. The Lord is my shepherd. And that's, of course, if you look at it, that's why there will be testimonies around his life. Even if there are, there are, there are evils around, he's going to escape. We must stay where Jesus is our Lord. You remember when he was talking about that, when he gave them commandment that they should go and teach, they should go baptizing in the name of God the Father and of the Son and the Holy Ghost. What did he say? He said, I will be with you until the end of age. That means he wants to lead us. He doesn't want to be only our Savior. He wants to be our Lord. Jesus is our Lord. Jeremiah chapter 16, that verse 21 is notable. He said, therefore, behold, I will... These ones cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might. And they shall know that my name is the Lord. That was why Paul also talked about Jesus as being Lord. If you read uh, the letters of Paul to most of the, to all the churches, he emphasized that Jesus is Lord. He kept on telling them, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You can see, he's our Lord. He's not just our Savior. Otherwise, our testimonies will be only for deliverance. Not all testimonies are leadings of God. They are deliverances. Because if we, were in, if we had stayed where God led us, we wouldn't enter into some things. Some testimonies are just deliverances. They are not that God led us. And that's different from the life of one who is led by God. And that was why though Moses and the children of Israel journeyed the same way, but their testimonies were different. Their testimonies were different. Let's see Acts chapter 15, verse 35. Acts 15, 35. Acts 15, 35. Paul also and Barnabas continued in Antioch, teaching and preaching the word of the Lord with many others also. Oh, the word of the king, the commandments of God. You know, Jesus said it. He was very emphatic about when we go out. He said we should teach his commandments too. It's not just, oh, they are safe. So as they are get saved, we ought to bring them to the knowledge of the commandments of the Lord. As Jesus is the Lord, what are the things he has commanded us? What are the things he has told us? What are the things we must keep? What are the things we must obey? 
So they didn't go to preach themselves. They didn't go to preach anything else. But the commandments, they were teaching the commandments of the Lord. Because the Lord gave commandments even before he left. He gave commandments. He gave words. One notable one is that we should love ourselves. Very notable. That we should love ourselves. And you notice that in the, when it comes to the apostle, that thing, they didn't play with it. They didn't play with it. In Acts chapter 2, the Bible talks about it. They didn't play with that. They loved one another. And of course, when people, and of course he told us, he said, by this shall men know. Ah, by this shall men know. There were commandments he gave. There were instructions he gave. Ask the law. And of course, concerning evangelism, it was a commandment that we should go into the world. And of course, he still told us, I will be with you until the end of age. Oh, Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega. Is our high priest and our king. Is our high priest and our king. Is not just the high priest, is our king. And is still the soon coming king, is our Lord. Otherwise, our experiences will be different. Our testimonies will be different. Oh, we will live our lives only seeking for deliverance. That's why some people continue to seek for deliverance. They continue to go for deliverances. Why? Because they do not allow Jesus to be their Lord. So Jesus would, you discover that they will enter into errors and they will always cry, oh Lord, save me. And God will save them. Jesus will save because he's our savior. But you know, if we allow Jesus to be our Lord, our testimonies will be different. Our lives will be different. Jesus is Lord. He's both Lord and Savior. Even John talked about that, talking about what um, David in Revelation. So it was a deep revelation. It was something they sought to know. In John chapter 20, verse 28, John also spoke about it, where he talked about my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. We must recognize that Jesus is not just only Savior. After he has saved you, what next? is your Lord. Jesus is our Lord. He's not only our Savior, he's our Lord. And we must allow him to be Lord of our lives. We must allow him to be Lord of our life. It's important that we see Jesus as Lord of our lives because Jesus seeks to be Lord of our lives. You know, he said something. He said, without me, you can do nothing. There's nothing you can do. He said, you, 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 you did not call me. I'm the one that chose you. I'm the one that called you. So it means without him, we can do nothing. Uh, we, must, we must go by the authority of the word of the king, of the law. So that our testimonies will not be deliverances. You know, I was discussing my wife. I said, yes, of, of a truth, there are a lot of people who continue to have testimonies about deliverance. But I tell you, the problem is because they have refused to allow Jesus to be their Lord. Oh, you were enjoying deliverance because Jesus is Savior. He has not changed from being Savior. He will continue to be Savior until his return. But the fact still remains that your testimonies will be deliverances. It will not be that you were led. 
And that's what the Bible tells us about the children of Israel. If you study, you discover it told us that they are an example for us. They are an example for us. He kept on telling us, even in the New Testament, about them, how they live their life. They live their life seeking for God as only deliverance. Oh, God, deliver us. We need food. Deliver us. We need. But what of the leading that would have prevented you from entering into errors? You know, there are lots of the deliver, uh, things we, we call uh, uh, the hand of God. Yes, it's the hand of God. But the leading of God is better. Sometimes we would have escaped a lot of things. But because we did not see Jesus as the Lord, we saw him as Savior. And of course, that experience. And we must teach everyone coming into our lives, our, uh, the, 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 the ones that will give their lives to Christ, as they are saved, they must obey. They must turn to the Holy Ghost. It leads through the Spirit. No wonder he said concerning David. He said, David in spirits. How come David in spirit? And that was, that was notable. Jesus said, David in spirit. It means David did not say it out of flesh. David did not establish it because he just wanted to speak. But he spoke by the spirit that, that Jesus is Lord. And Jesus came in that chapter 22 to explain it. And when he was saying that, asking them questions, they couldn't answer anymore. They sought for Jesus as Savior. They didn't see him as Lord. So their experiences were different. Brethren, Jesus is Lord. He's not just Savior. Jesus is Lord. And I believe our testimonies will change. Our lifestyles will change. It's a point of change. A revelation of Jesus as Lord is a very big point of change for believers. You know. So it's important we stay there. It's important we allow Jesus to be our Lord, to lead our lives, to instruct us, to guide us, because without him, we can do nothing. We can do nothing. Father, we thank you for what you have done for us. Thank you for saving us. Thank you, Lord for your place in our lives. You are our Lord, our Savior and Lord. Thank you for what you are doing. Lord, even in our evangelism drive, go before us. You are Lord. You say, without me, you can do nothing. Thank you for prayers answered. We know that things are changing in our lives as we yield to the Lordship of Jesus. We give you glory. Today, there's a great difference in our lives, in this understanding, and Lord, the wisdom of it, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, faithful Father. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Jesus is Lord. Have a blessed day.